0: If you are listening to this podcast, it means you are searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, an intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode i have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as i have been there and i understand your unique intensities sensitivities and challenges welcome how to set intentions Hi friends, it's Diane here talking about intentions. And I would like to speak to the five steps that I use when setting intentions and things I teach my clients. But first, let's define intention. An intention is a focused commitment on something. It's where your eyes kind of squint like you're in the zone and you have a commitment to a goal, to an outcome of some sort. Now, the key here is to realize that we want to be flexible along the way. We can have a goal of having a successful business or having a happy marriage or getting a degree, you know, if we're going to school or something, and we want to be flexible with how we get there. That's one of the things that is key in setting intentions, and that is flexibility of the journey, because when we're setting the intention we're seeing it from one vantage point. And as we start walking down that road, life happens, things happen both in our control and out of our control, both consciously and unconsciously. So it's so important that we remember and we learn how to be flexible with getting to the goal. Just like my company, Visions Applied, is a little over 10 years old, almost 11 years old now. And when it started and how it is now are are very, very different. But yet, It is doing exactly what my intention was. And my intention is to serve the greatest number of people, help them bring their light to the world so that this world can evolve into something even more amazing. And it has changed over the years. If with the types of clients, the programs I run, all of it, it has changed. But the goal is still happening to bring as much good to the world as possible and to support all my clients in bringing their good to the world as much as possible. So you see, the intention is happening. The flexibility has to happen in how we get there. So that's a very big piece of understanding that a focused commitment is not rigid. It's actually quite quite pliable, and we want to be open to the different twists and turns of life. When you declare your objective, and you become serious about changing your patterns, then you start seeing real change. And so the patterns first change inside of us in our thinking and our mind and our creativity. And then it changes in our words and then in our outside actions. When we try to do it the other way around changing our actions and then have it get in and then go to our mind that works too. It's a little slower sometimes and it's trickier. So one of the things I tell people is do both change your outside action, and change your thinking. Change both patterns. And that way, you get to see results faster. And in this society where delayed gratification is a little little bit trickier these days, sometimes when we can look at something from both sides, we can see our progress faster. So we want to be serious about changing our patterns, the patterns of how we think, the patterns of how we act, the patterns of our speech even. So. It takes effort and it takes focus. The most powerful intentions are when we have our inner alignment. Inner alignment is very, very important. That means being aligned in your mind and your heart and your spirit. So all the inner parts of you are lined up. And I kind of imagine like this tube of light going down the inside of my body that lights up my brain and my heart and my gut and all that alignment is there. So if your head is saying one thing and your heart is saying something else and your spirit is saying something else, it's very difficult to actually achieve the intentions and the outcome that you're seeking because you're so fragmented on the inside. So the more we can stand in our agency and, and be sovereign in who we are and what really is aligned for us, not just a good idea from someone else or not just something we think we'll do, but something that's really, really um, Lights our inner fire that's deep within us. We end up being much more successful in attaining that thing that we're setting the intention for. So we want to use our inner strength, our inner intensity. Gifted people have a great deal of intensity, and we can use that in our favor here. We can use our ability to be strong in situations and um, that other people may not be as strong, right? We can use those things to help us have our intention begin to move. Now, it's always important to play and have fun. In fact, a lot of research shows that if we are learning something or we're always just heavy, serious, then it takes longer than if play and fun is involved. So it's okay to have a good time. And, and I always tell my clients, if you're not enjoying what you're setting your intentions for and you're not enjoying the process, even though some days aren't going to be enjoyable, but if overall you're not happy and it's not fun for you, go look at it again inside, go meditate on it, journal about it, draw about it, do something because you want that alignment to bring you joy and peace and happiness and energy. You want to be excited by the things that you're setting intentions to do. I mean, I have somebody I'm working with and they want to lose weight and they're like, oh man, I don't want to do this. I said, well, then don't, don't set that intention. Because if you don't want to do the thing that you think you have to do, you're not aligned and it's just going to be one self-sabotage after the other, either that, or you'll be miserable the whole way. So we want to set our intentions with an idea of love for ourselves and compassion. Even if we're trying to change something that we know is hard to change, like how we eat or how we exercise, things like that, that part of us, you know, we don't want to do that maybe. Well, set the intention out of love not beating yourself up, you know, um, this one client was like, oh, I'm fat. I'm, you know, this, I'm that. I'm like, well, beating yourself up isn't going to get you there. You've been beating yourself up for years. It hasn't worked. Let's try a little self-compassion and a little focus on bringing yourself into alignment. When you're more aligned, you're more successful in your goals. So there's a ton of studies out there, at least a thousand of them that speak about the power of intention. And how intention is a critical force in shaping your reality. So your inner self, the intentions you set shape your experience of the world. And there's research all over the place. So you can go look it up and see the amazing amount of research that tells us that when we set focused intention and we align all our energy headed in whatever that direction is, that the world around us changes. It impacts the world. In fact, some of those studies, which I find fascinating, say that even mechanical machines and things like that can respond to the power of the intention of your human mind. So you hold in your body, in your, in your being, in your essence, great power to set an intention. So what happens is with a lot of people is they don't have focus and they, or they struggle with how to focus. And then they're kind of tossed around on the waves, you know, like a boat without a rudder, so to speak. So part of the work I do is to help get the focus. In fact, the tagline for visions applied is focused action yields powerful results. And sometimes we need other people to come alongside us and help us keep the focus, like walk with us in tandem. And and that's what I get to do. And I love doing that because when we're in it together, in that relationship, there's much more power and much more success. So you want to hold your intention in your mind. And you want to say it to yourself and, you know, either silently in your mind or out loud as frequently as possible. And so that means that you're reminding yourself and you're keeping yourself on track. So think about when you're driving a car. You just don't grab the wheel and hit the gas and hold it straight. Even on a straight road, you're always adjusting a little. There's always adjustments. Even those nuance adjustments that are so natural to you by now that you don't even realize. And then maybe if the road gets really bumpy or it's really got lots of turns in it, or it's really hilly and you're not used to that, you pay more attention. But that's how our intentions are, is we just don't set it and go without adjusting along the way. There's always fine-tuned adjustments. So we maintain our decision for the greater idea, and then we are flexible with how we keep adjusting along the way. You know, like I... I um read a study, I think a long time ago, or or information somehow that um, airplanes, when they're flying like across the country or whatever, that they're off course 97% of the time, but yet they land in the right place because all the different adjustments, same thing with yacht racing. I sail boats and we're, you know, we're never like always on the exact same cup as heading all the time. It's adjustments up one degree, down two degrees over. It's going with the water, the wind, the flow, the boat. It's the same thing in our life. There are lots of factors. so the key is to hold our intention in a manner that gives us our strength and sovereignty and focus and be flexible with how we do it. Making the decision means to cut out other possibilities. And so it's just not like a great idea. An intention is something that's serious, that matters to you, that has deep meaning to you, which is why I keep saying the alignment is so important. Too many people think an intention is only in their mind and it makes it much, much harder. If I do the alignment time and I make sure that everything is aligned within me, everything works better. So here are the five steps that I use when I set an intention. The first one is releasing the old blocks of shame and blame and guilt. Now, if we have um, secret shame, like I don't feel like I'm good enough or I can't measure up or this calling's too big for me, all of those things, those blocks, conscious and unconscious will get in your way and will rear their ugly head. You'll be just about to attain something or you'll be making progress and boom, you'll go backwards. It matters that you release those blocks. Now you do say, I don't say, get, you know, don't hammer them away, lovingly release them, allow yourself to drop them. And say, there's no space for you here anymore. The amount of energy you put into something, it has power, right? So instead of giving all the blocks a lot of power, you go, oh, I don't need you anymore. Your old news, go serve somebody else. So we stop the cycle of the shame, blame, guilt game by having self forgiveness and self compassion. Now, the definition of forgiveness means to have compassion for. So it means that you can have compassion for yourself as for the great adventure of being a human. It's not about condoning previous behavior or any of those things. It's about realizing that life is messy. You've made a lot of mistakes. All of us have. We've done a lot of really amazing, great things. All of us have. The point is to hold compassion for ourselves on this great adventure of being human and to practice compassion for others as well. So. You want to leave the old news right where it belongs, in the old history. You learn from it, you take with it the lessons, and then you leave it there. Carrying shame and blame and guilt forward only gets in your way when you're setting intentions. So you want to allow your inner fire to burn away, if you will, all the judgment and all the toxic, nasty blame stuff that you've got going on in there. Now, I always imagine my inner fire burning it up, even the unconscious things, because some of the blame and guilt and shame that some of us carry is not in our awareness because it's either always been there or it's very subtle. So I always imagine that my inner fire is is burning up all of the um, things that I'm not aware of yet. They're in my blind spot before I even need to see them. They can be burned up first. That's the first thing is release those blocks. Now that can take a lot of work and it also can happen over time. Release a little, make some progress, release some more, make some progress, release some more, make some progress. This is not just a linear situation. When we're living out our intentions, it's about being in the flow. The second step here is to clean out old intentions and good ideas. And and this one's kind of fun because I know with a lot of the gifted people I work with is... Some of them can still list for me all their intentions and good ideas since they were in like elementary school. And all of these things they still have on their mind that they want to do or intentions that they've set and they're trying to figure out how to get there. So the first thing is to release what's old, clean it out. If it was just a good idea and you didn't pursue it or you pursued it differently, let it all go. Allow yourself to move forward with this new set of intentions with a clean slate, kind of like a blank canvas. If the old intention was meant to still be in your life, it would be. Carrying around old baggage just weighs you down. It weighs you down spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And we don't want to be weighed down, right? We want to be able to actually be buoyant, if you will, and flow in the world and be able to bring our gifts forward. And it's, when we're running through jello, it's tricky. So let's drop the old intentions, set a clean slate in front of us. Make a decision to reprogram all those old programs that are binding you to the past. Just because it's how you always did it or how other people always did it or all of those things doesn't doesn't matter right now. What matters is that from this moment forward, going forward, you have a clear slate. So release your agenda to be bound to the past because we live in a culture that wants us to be bound to the past. It doesn't help us. We take the lesson and we move forward. We don't carry the chains with us. There's many layers here, obviously. And so that's where it's really good to have somebody working with you, somebody who is aligned with you, often not related to you, that can kind of give you feedback, listen to you, help you process things and stay in the flow. You want to let that inner light of yours illuminate your inner landscape first and then out into the world so that internal locus of control where you really check your mind your heart your soul like what is is this really aligned for me like really and then you want to lovingly release what is not aligned for you without judgment without getting mad at yourself without blaming yourself all of that just say okay it's old news bye-bye it's like when you donate things you know to a good cause or you or you get rid of things that no longer work. You don't yell at the shoes or yell at the t-shirt. You let it go. So there's no reason to yell at you. Practice releasing some of these old patterns and things that are sticky easily. It takes practice. The third step is to establish new intentions. So first, see you see that first thing we did is we got rid of the blocks. Then we cleaned the slate. And now we have the ability to set a new one that's not going to be tainted by old news. That's important because when we set the new intention from our heart with how does it feel, because feelings are what motivate humans, we pay attention to what's important. And how does it feel matter matters. How does it land on you when you say your intention? like when I say my intention of I love to educate, inspire, gifted, neurodivergent people to be all they're meant to be, to be a beneficial presence in the universe. When I say that, I have goosebumps. It matters to me. It's aligned with my heart, my mind, my soul. And that focus and that alignment and those goosebumps and that that hair standing up on the back of my neck, that matters because that tells me I'm aligned. So everything I do that serves that intention brings about more of that intention. So I can release all the blame of you didn't do this or you didn't do that or how come you didn't publish that book and what about this and you, you know, can release all that and just say just keep going forward. Keep going forward. Focus toward what you say you want. And in fact, I have this little question. Is what I'm about to do going to get me where I say I want to go? Does it all line up really? If it doesn't line up really, that means stop for a minute, pause. Nothing's that urgent. And get clear about what lines up so that everything lines up. So then as you, as you engage again, you're in alignment. And you will see those intentions that you set happening much faster because of your alignment. You won't be fighting against yourself unconsciously. So you want to have that energy that you've always had within you, having um, like a clear channel. So if you have this heart's desire and you're all fragmented, you're not really sure and you're distracted, it's harder to have that alignment. It's harder to feel that connection. So there's great joy in being fulfilled in that level. It enables you to be satisfied and happy and fulfilled. So remind yourself that that alignment is where your safety is. That's where your reassurance is. So if you're not aligned, stop. Go back and clear the blocks out. Known and unknown. Allow yourself to be free. To have a clean slate. And then start setting your intentions. Nobody says you have to have it done by lunchtime or by noon tomorrow. This is an inner process for all of us. Okay, so then number four is asking for support. There, um, there's a phrase that I used to um, have uh, actually in my bedroom when I was a little girl. There is a destiny that makes us brothers. None goes his way alone. All we send into the lives of others comes back into our own. So ask for support. Ask for people to support you and you be willing to support other people in their intentions because we're going to have good days. We're going to have terrible days. We're going to fall. We're going to slip. We're going to be joyous. We're going to jump for joy and we're going to have every emotion and experience in between. That's the juiciness of life. That's the beauty of our lives is all the ups and downs and twists and turns. So we want to have somebody riding in the roller coaster with us, right? Um, anything with a memory with another is much more strong so you get to ask for help and support from the universe from people and also from your your own inner self number 5 the last step having faith believe in yourself believe in what your heart is saying believe in the invisible substance of the world around us believe in the energy that we Swim in that the path you're taking will take you to the place that's most important. So I remember in um, Indi- one of the Indiana Jones movies where he was there in this cave and you could see where everybody, all the skeletons from the people tried to go before him because it couldn't find how to get across this chasm. And he picked up sand and he threw it and it showed him the, the path. So sometimes we have to stop. We have to look all around. And then we had to find a different way to get to the goal. And he got to the goal because he used a different way. Uh, To me, that was very telling. And I think it's true for all of us that we want to have a path that shows us the way. And we want to be willing to stop and then seek the opening. Like I see it in sports. Sometimes I like really good running backs and you watch them. The really good ones will pause and cut and move. They just don't run a straight line forward. Now, sometimes they do, but often the really good ones can do all of it. They can run straight forward. They can pivot and cut and move and find the opening and exploit the opening. That is what we're doing when we have faith and belief. We allow the universe to work in our favor. We allow the supporting characters in our lives to help work in our favor, right? As we move through life, <clears throat> your life, life will look very different. As you have an internal locus of control and you begin to use your inner alignment first and then set your intentions moving forward from an inner place versus an external locus of control, whereas gifted people will sometimes be seduced into believing or taking on another person's good idea, and it's not our idea, because you can do anything. It's not about what can you do. It's what is your heart telling you you're called to do. And sometimes they're the same, and sometimes there's variance, and it's totally okay. What matters is you do what you're called to do. That's where your great happiness, success, and joy lie doing what you're called to do. There's a lot of things I can do that I don't do because I know what I'm called to do. It's true, right? So we want to seek support and encouragement. That's why I love the work I do. I created my business so I can. Come alongside and support neurodivergent gifted people in bringing their heart's desire forward because so many people get distracted by what they can do. They're living their life, not by what they're called to do. So they call me when they have anxiety and depression and don't feel really good and they're not satisfied and fulfilled when you look around and it seems like they should be. Well, it's because they're not following their calling. And sometimes it just takes simple education to say, this is how you do it. and then. The person can follow the guidance. So we want to have somebody in our corner, whether it's a good coach or mentor or therapist or some trusted other person, typically not related to us because people related to us have an emotional investment in the outcome. So sometimes that can cloud their support. Um, And we want to allow the good to be present in our lives. We want to allow ourselves to feel good, to feel the success, to allow ourselves to feel satisfied and cared about. We want to allow that because without allowing the the good that comes into our life from the intentions we set and the actions we take to go with them, we end up sabotaging. We end up sabotaging ourselves and that fear of success feeds into shame and guilt. And then the process starts all over. So it's so important. I believe to make sure we have supportive people around us and that we have faith and belief in what our heart is saying. You know, for when I very first started doing this work, oh, you know, many decades ago, I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted and I knew what my heart wanted me to do. And sometimes it took a while for the world to catch up. Like the word neurodivergent, wasn't, it wasn't a thing, it wasn't a known thing. And even when I started my business and I said that I worked with gifted adults, people in the gifted community were poo-pooing me and they said, that's ridiculous. Well, now they're all talking about it. I was at least six years ahead of some of the well-known people in the gifted arena. And so the thing they made fun of me for, they're now talking about, and I've been talking about it for years. So you see, when your heart tells you to do something or, or is giving you this like beautiful message of what you're here to do, you will often be ahead of schedule. I tell all my gifted people, You're probably two to five years ahead of most people around you when you open up and you follow that inner guidance. It's okay. It's totally okay. Bring it forward anyway. Be who you're meant to be aligned from the inside out anyway, because it's in that. It's in that saying yes to your inner self. That's where the power is. That's where the yumminess of life is. That's where the juice of being alive comes from. So as you can tell, I'm really passionate about this setting intentions and following what we're meant to do and being committed to that inner calling and being flexible to the road that we use to get there. So as always, feel free to to make a discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes or email me or whatever if you have questions or comments. I love feedback. I love hearing what you have to say. But most importantly, I want you to be happy and fulfilled. And when you look at your life on birthdays or New Year's or whenever it is, you look back and you go, Well done. I'm a different version of me now than I was. And I'm continuing to evolve and grow forward. Because after all, the universe is evolving in unity, diversity, and complexity. Everything is moving forward. So let's join that and move forward ourselves and expand who we are and bring our inner light out. With um, a strong presence. I think that sounds like a great idea. So I hope, friends, that these five steps for setting intentions have served you and reminded you of things you already know and have also given you some new things to chew on and think about. So remember, put your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star. You're here on purpose with a purpose. So go out there, let your light shine, have faith in yourself allow yourself to clear out the old blocks and live with that inner fire of yours blazing high. Till the next episode of Someone Gets Me, this is Diane saying, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.